All right, happy Tuesday, everybody. This is my third time trying to record this. First couple times, I guess I was just pushing play and not record, or something was going on with my computer. So this is my fourth time, I guess, trying to record this. Hopefully it'll work this time. It looks like it's working. Um, it's Tuesday. Hope you guys had a great weekend. Hopefully you guys got to spend it doing something that you wanted, whether it's with friends and family or just completely by yourself. You know, sometimes we need that alone time, you know. Just hang out, read a book, relax, you know, have a drink, you know, adult or otherwise, and, uh, you know, just just relax. Um, we are at the quarterfinal stage of the Europa League and the Champions League. Um, it is Tuesday, so today we had two matches. Uh, we had Man City hosting Dortmund and Real Madrid hosting Liverpool. Um, I will not be talking about those matches aside from what I just said. I'm going to go watch the replays. I know what the scores were already, but I'm going to watch the replays of the matches because I, there were some amazing goals that happened. Um, I just gave that away, even though I said I wasn't going to talk about it. But anyway, I'll be talking about those on next week's show to include the matches from tomorrow in the Champions League and on Thursday in the Europa League. So, But I'm going to start this show off a little bit different. I'm going to start with a little bit of news. Um, so today... There's been quite a few players, you know, I'm assuming it's because of, you know, the international break. Quite a few players have tested positive for COVID and they will not be taking or partaking in the Champions League or Europa League matches because of that. Now, you know, I guess that's to be expected. You have people traveling to, you know, various countries, being exposed to various people to include players from other you know teams and nationalities. Um, and this is one of the reasons why a lot of the European managers did not want their players to travel to, um, you know, South America and Africa in some cases. Um, and I'm sure that some of them didn't even want them coming to North America, you know, because uh, there's the possibility that your players are going to get sick and then they got to quarantine and then, you know, blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. So, you know, the seasons are ending soon. You know, next month is May. So in most leagues, there's only, you know, about, what, seven to eight matches remaining before the season ends. Um, aside from like, you know, Champions League and all the Euro uh, European competitions and, you know, whatever else. Uh, but you don't want your star players missing for, you know, potentially two to three games just because they, they caught COVID. So I don't know. I, I would like to know what some of the stats are on players getting vaccinated because that's something that you don't hear about. Like, I have not heard that at all. Uh, and it might be because, you know, once the players, maybe they're trying to keep it, you know, kind of neutral. Because I'm sure there are some players that have been getting vaccinated. Uh, we're just not hearing about it. Because, um, you know, their investments, they are part of a product, you know, and they're money-making machines for, for these different club owners. So I, I would be interested to see what, what the uh, the numbers are on that. And if they're just keeping it kind of secret from us, you know, because it the vaccination thing can kind of be a hot button issue. It's a political issue, remarkably. I don't know how that happens, but uh, I would be interested to know those numbers. So in another piece of news, um, I don't know if this has ever happened before, maybe, you know, in like some post-war periods or something like that, but this is going to be the first year that I can remember for certain. I, I got to look back, but we are going to have not one, but two Copa del Reyes, the National Cup in Spain, Two Copa del Rey finals this year. So this past weekend, um, we had the first one. And it was uh, Real Sociedad defeating Athletic Club 1-0. to 
However, this was actually supposed to be the Copa del Rey from last year. That was supposed to take place last April or May, you know, whenever it is. And uh, so, yeah, so congratulations to Real Sociedad. They are the current and reigning Copa del Rey champions. Unfortunately, um, Athletic Club will be playing Barcelona in the current iteration of the Copa del Rey. So Real Sociedad, technically, they will get to be champions for less than two weeks, which kind of sucks. I mean, yes, you still want it. You know, you, you have the trophy. Um, nobody can ever take that away from you, but they are only going to get to be Copa del Rey champions for about two weeks, actually less than two weeks, because either Barcelona or Athletic Club. Athletic Club, the team they just beat, will possibly be the new uh, and current Copa del Rey champions. So COVID, COVID is, you know, it's it's the, the one thing. If COVID was an advertisement, I, I would be rich. I really would. It's, I have I can't think of a single episode where I have not talked about COVID. COVID is, is it's just there. It's everywhere. All right. So I'm going to jump into these scores from uh, this past weekend, covering the top five leagues in Europe, plus the Netherlands. I would like to be able to get the Portuguese league in here, but you know, my, my Portuguese is terrible. I'm, I'm getting good with these Dutch names now, but I would like to be able to bring the Portuguese league and even the, 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 uh, the Belgian league in, you know, to be able to talk about some of that. Uh, and I actually would like, I think I'm going to do, you know, add one league every week. as like a special guest for a little bit until I get more comfortable with some of these names. I'm thinking about doing that. We'll see who's on there next week. Um, it won't be Belgium. I'll tell you that. It'll be some obscure league that nobody's really paying attention to. But all right. So in France, Ligue 1, match day 31, which lets you know the season is coming to a close very soon. Um, on Saturday, we had Monaco defeat Metz 4-0. Paris Saint-Germain at home lost to league leaders Lille 1-0. Lyon and Lyon played to a 1-1 draw. Then on Sunday, we had Angers and Montpellier play to a 1-1 draw. Strasbourg defeated Bordeaux 3-2. Lorient defeated Brest 1-0. Nice defeated Nantes 2-0. Rems and René played to a 2-2 draw. It was Nems, Nem, excuse me, 0, Saint-Étienne 2, and Marseille defeated Dijon 2-0. So after 31 match days, this is how the league on table looks like at the top. Uh... Lille is sitting on top with 66 points, followed by Paris Saint-Germain with 63. Monaco is in third with 62 points, followed by Lyon with 61. Lyon is in fifth with 49 points, and then Marseille is in sixth with 48. Bottom of the table, you've got Nem in 18th with 29 points. Nantes is in 19th with uh, 28 points, and then Dijon is in last with 15 points. Um, this weekend or this next match day coming up, I got Montpellier versus, uh, let's see, Marseille for my match of the, of the week of the match day. All right. Um, you know, it's difficult cause you, I don't know which package it is. I know I've talked about this before, but can't watch French football. It's not on anything. It's not on ESPN. Um, it might be on that Fubo or something else or BN. Um, you know, it's, it's on one of those expensive packages to watch which is crazy because I, I, I feel like I have everything. I think now, right now, if you have Paramount TV and you have Hulu, because Hulu now has ESPN Plus, I think you're doing pretty good. And, you know, if you have Peacock too, those three, I think you're you're in the game. Like, you're, 
you have the ability to watch a lot of football if you have those three. Those are not any kind of endorsement for any three of those. But all right, moving on to Spain and La Liga match day 29 on Friday, Huesca defeated Levante 2-0. On Saturday, it was Villarreal 3, Granada 0. Real Madrid defeated Ibar 2-0. Osasuna and Getafe played to a 0-0 draw. On Sunday, it was Alaves 1, Celta Vigo 3. Cadez 2, Valencia 1. Elche 1, Real Betis 1. And then Sevilla 1, Atletico Madrid 0. And then yesterday, we had Barcelona defeat Real Valladolid 1-0. And then tomorrow, Real Sociedad <laughs> will be playing Athletic Club again. You know, they just beat them in the uh, in the, the last year's Copa del Rey final, which just happened. And then they get to play them again four days later tomorrow. So um, I might actually watch that game if I can if I can get it. I should be able to on ESPN. I might watch that game tomorrow. See what time it's on. All right. So as of right now, barring that last match that we play tomorrow, uh, this is how the La Liga table looks. Uh, you got Atletico Madrid still on top, 66 points, followed by Barcelona with 65 Real Madrid is in third with 63. Sevilla is in fourth with 58. Real Betis is in fifth with 46. And uh, Villarreal is in sixth also with 43. The relegation battle at the bottom is getting a little little hot in La Liga. So in 18th place, no longer on the cellar, you got Huesca with 24 points. Ibar is in 19th with 23. And then Alaves is in last with 23. So that's that's really close. I mean, a lot can happen these last these last few matches before the season ends so um coming up for the next match day we got el clasico real madrid hosting barcelona should be a great game should be a great game all right moving on to syria uh, in italy match day 29 they played all their games on saturday it was ac milan one sampdoria one atalanta three udinese two Benevento and Parma played to a 2-2 draw. Caligari, 0. Hellas Verona, 2. Fiorentina and Genoa played to a 1-1 draw. Lazio defeated Spezia 2-1. It was Napoli over Crotone, 4-3. Sassuolo and Roma played to a 2-2 draw. In the Torino derby, or the Turin derby, uh, it was Torino, 2. Juventus, 2. And then Bologna defeated Inter, 1-0. So, after 29 match days, Inter still on top with 68 points, followed by AC Milan with 60. Atalanta is in third with 58. Juventus is in fourth with 56. Napoli is in fifth, also with 56. And then Lazio is in sixth with 52 points. Bottom of the table, you got Caligari in 18th with 22 points. Parma is in 19th with 20 points. And Crotone is in last with 15 points. And moving on to the Premier League. Uh Premier League. So let me tell you guys a quick little story. I've been an Arsenal fan for for a little bit, um, not for any particular reason, other than um, without putting too much information out there. Me and Arsenal share, I guess you could say, like a family origin kind of story. That that's about it. Um, you know, I've watched their matches. I've never been able to make it to the Emirates to see them play. Even though I've spent you know some time in London. Um, actually, I was there, I think the last time I was there, a few years ago, um, Arsenal was playing Chelsea. Obviously, I could not get into that game, um, but I was there for work. Uh, I just watched it on TV, but I really have no strong ties to Arsenal, except for 
this family origin story, which if I actually told you the story, it, you'd be like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. But I'll just leave it at that. But my oldest son comes to me the other day. You know, he plays a lot of FIFA. We both play FIFA. And, you know, I'm a, I'm a Stuttgart fan. Like, Stuttgart is my, my, my number one team. That's the team that I've been supporting and will support for the rest of my life. Even if I were to live right next to, I don't know, the Olympic Stadium in, in Berlin, where uh, Hertha Berlin plays, I'm still going to be a Stuttgart fan. I'm never, Stuttgart is my team. You know, I just support Arsenal in the Premier League. You know, I have teams that I support in other leagues, but if they're playing against Stuttgart, they mean nothing to me, you know? So talking to my son and I ask him, hey, what's your what's your favorite team? Now, I'm expecting for him to say Stuttgart. My son was born right outside of Stuttgart. Actually, that's not true. He was born a little further up north, but we were living in Stuttgart at the time. Um, I just assumed that he would say Stuttgart. And this kid looked me dead in the windows of my soul and told me that Manchester United was his favorite team. It was upsetting, to say the least. Anyway, because of that, I am seriously, seriously, seriously considering, and I know it, it, it's like blasphemy, but I'm seriously considering switching my allegiance in the Premier League, which is, you know, it's not the Bundesliga. I'm considering switching my allegiance, not to the evil empire of Manchester United, but just so that me and my son can have something to like fight over supporting Manchester City. I know that sounds crazy, but hear me out. So my MLS team that I support, you know, I am an American, is NYCFC. I'm from New York originally. They play in Yankee Stadium for now. That that's, you know, I have strong ties to that city, to that stadium, you know, and they are owned by the same people that own Manchester City. So I know it sounds crazy, but I'm seriously thinking about dropping Arsenal and just supporting and following to, you know, to the limit that it runs up to Stuttgart. Um, not that Stuttgart is in a position that they will ever play Manchester City in any European competition right now um but supporting in the premier league manchester city um i've been thinking about that i don't know because that to me that seems kind of blasphemous to do that but it's not like i'm abandoning stuttgart so i i think i think that's gonna happen i don't know so um i i really do see that happening just because my son is supporting the evil empire which is um the glazer family and manchester united so you know I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. We will, we will for sure see what happens with that. Anyway, uh, moving back to the Premier League, match day 30. Saturday, you had Leeds United 2, Sheffield United 1, Leicester City 0, Manchester City 2. Chelsea at home embarrassed 5-2 by West Brom. And Arsenal at home embarrassed by Liverpool 3-0. Sunday... Uh, it was Southampton 3, Burnley 2, Newcastle United 2, Tottenham 2, Ashton Villa defeated Fulham 3-1, and then Manchester United defeated Brighton Hove Albion 2-1. And yesterday you had Everton 1, Crystal Palace 1, and then Wolves lost to West Ham 3-2. So after match day 30, Premier League table looks like this. Man City still on top with 74 points. Manchester United's in second with 60 
Leicester City's in third with 56. West Ham is in fourth with 52. Chelsea's in fifth with 51. Tottenham's in sixth with 49. Bottom of the table, Fulham's in 18th with 26 points. West Brom's in 19th with 21 points. And then Sheffield United, bottom of the table, 14 points. My, I got two match, two matches of the match day. Tottenham hosting Manchester United, and then Manchester City hosting Leeds United. I think both of those matches will be pretty good. It's always good to see Jose Mourinho kind of squirming. You know, we'll, we'll see. All right, moving on to the Eredivisie in the Netherlands, match day 28. Still, you guys still have to bear with me over some of these team names. Um, I actually watched uh, one of these matches. I watched the Heronvane and Ajax match. It wasn't bad. You know, I remember back in the day when I was uh, living in Germany, I forget what year it was, I used to watch a lot of the Dutch league um, just because, you know, I was in the military, I was living on, on base, and one of the, the, you know, the AFN channels would have it, and uh, I was just able to watch it. Or it might have even been on German TV, which I think I might have been getting to while I was living on base. Um, but I just remember, like, uh, Josie Altador used to play for AZ, and... Uh, I think they're kind of up north in the Netherlands, and I just remember always looking at the at the games, and it, it always seemed like it was so cloudy, like every game, like how you expect it to be in in the United Kingdom. But Az, their stadium always had it wasn't like trash. I don't want to say they had trash on their field, but you know, how like you watch a game in South America or whatever, there's like stuff like paper on the field or whatever. Who knows what it's from? It seemed like Az always had that going on with their with their home stadium. That coupled with the fact that it was cloudy, just something that I will never forget and will always remember. It just looked like it was cold or, you know, just kind of chilly. Anyway, all right, so this past Saturday, we had VVV Venlo 0, Groningen 1, 21. That sounds so funny. The name of the team is 20, but they scored one goal. Vitesse 2, uh, Willem II lost to AZ 1-0. Sparta Rotterdam 3, PEK Zvola 2. Then on Sunday, Feyenoord defeated Fortuna Sittard 2 0. Adio Den Haag 1, Utrecht 4. Uh, PSV Eindhoven 3, Heracles 0. Emin 3, RKC Volvec 1. And then Heronveen lost to Ajax 2 1. All right, so the Eredivisie table after match day 28, you got Ajax on top with 69, followed by PSV Eindhoven with 58. Azed's in third, also with 58. Vitesse's in fourth with 55. Feyenoord's in fifth with 51. And then Groningen's in sixth with 46 points. Bottom of the table, VVV Venlo uh, is in 16th with 22 points. Emin, they're out of the cellar. They are in 17th point, 17th place, excuse me, with 18 points. And then in last place, you got Adeo Den Haag with 15 points. Uh, my match of the match day coming up for match day 29, I got VVV Venlo versus PSV Eindhoven. You check out the Dutch League. I think, you know, you, you might like it. You might like it. I mean, it's more than just Ajax, Feyenoord, Eindhoven, and AZ. You know, they, they have some interesting interesting players. You know, they really do have some interesting jerseys, too, if you guys are into that. All right, and last but not least, we got Germany, Bundesliga, match day 27. This past Saturday, it was Wolfsburg 1, Cone 0. Bayer Leverkusen 2, Schalke 1. Borussia Dortmund fell to Eintracht Frankfurt 2-1. Augsburg defeated Hoffenheim 
Mainz and Armenia Bielefeld played a 1-1 draw. RB Leipzig 0, Bayern Munich 1, Borussia Mönchengladbach 2, Freiburg 1. Then on Sunday, VfB Stuttgart 1, Werder Bremen 0. Union Berlin and Hertha Berlin in the Berlin Derby played to a 1-1 draw. So, after match day 27, you got Bayern Munich on top with 64 points, followed by RB Leipzig with 57 points. Leipzig would have been doing so much better if they would have won that game. They'd only be, uh, what, like two points back? Yeah, they'd be two points behind. Oh, no, they'd be one point behind if they had won that match. Uh, it's pretty much over. Wolfsburg's in third with 54 points. Eintracht Frankfurt is in fourth with 50 points. Borussia Dortmund and Bayer Leverkusen are in fifth and sixth, respect- respectively, both with 43 points. VfB Stuttgart. Remember how I talked about 40 points to, to avoid relegation? They're sitting at 39 points right now in eighth place. They, they are so close to possibly securing a spot to play in either the, what is it, the Europa Conference League or the straight up, you know, qualifying for the qualification, which is crazy, for the Europa League. All right, bottom of the table in 16th is Clone with 23 points. Armenia Bielefeld is in 17th, also with 23 points. And Schalke still, still living in the cellar, pretty much guaranteed to get relegated. They are in 18th place with 10 points. Got three good games coming up for match day 28 in the Bundesliga. You got Eintracht Frankfurt hosting Wolfsburg, VfB Stuttgart hosting Borussia Dortmund, and then Bayern Munich hosting Union Berlin. So look out for those. Those should be, you know, which one I'll be watching, obviously, but, um, you know, check out some of those other highlights. Maybe I'll, you know, sometimes the games are kind of offset a little bit, so maybe I'll be able to catch some of those other games. I think Bayern's going to lose to Union Berlin, to be honest with you. All right. As I mentioned earlier, Champions League uh, today, I'm going to watch the replays. Real Madrid hosting uh, Liverpool and then Man City hosting Borussia Dortmund. Tomorrow, you got Porto hosting Chelsea and then a rematch of the final from last year. You got Bayern Munich hosting uh, Paris Saint-Germain. And then in Europa League on Thursday, you got Granada hosting Manchester United, Ajax hosting Roma, Arsenal hosting Slavia Prague, and then Dynamo Zagreb hosting Villarreal. So... A lot of games. Make sure you guys check that out. Um, that is going to do it for today's show. It's kind of a quick one. Um, I hope you guys uh, are still enjoying the show. Uh, hit me up with any of your comments, questions. I know I, I'm not. I, I'm so bad about being active on social media. I try to get on Twitter as much as I can. Um, but just hit me up if you guys got any questions about anything or suggestions. I'm, I'm definitely, definitely open to suggestions. Hit me up. Or if you guys just want to play FIFA against me, I have a PlayStation 5. Um, if you want to play against me, we can do that. You can, if you've got a PlayStation 4, I think we can still play. Maybe if you've got an Xbox, we might even still be able to play. I don't know how that works but because uh, I'm a PlayStation guy. But let me know. We can play regular. We can play Ultimate Team. I'll put my, my PSN ID in the, the show description like I always do. I get hit up every once in a while. Uh, but if you guys want to play, let me know. Um, you guys take care of yourselves. Uh, take care of your family and friends. Wash your hands. Wash your mask. And just be safe out there. You know, don't don't let everything that's going on, you know, kind of distract you, sidetrack you from COVID. It's still, it's still out there. People are still catching it. People are still dying from it. Please, 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 please just be careful. Um, thank you for listening. And I will talk to you guys next week. Thanks for listening.